0: and welcome to another episode of Two-Headed Game Master. I'm
1: Cosmo, the first head, and I'm Dane, the lusty Argonian maid head.
0: <laughs> you see that thing I posted in the Discord about lizard boobs?
1: Um, was it recent?
0: It was recent-ish, I don't know. There's I don't been I remember some that. there's been some discussion, I guess, like in the RPG sphere over the last couple years about argonians and lizard folk and why the why the female ones have milkies yeah why do they have boobs <laughs> well you know cuz of sexy i guess but like why why is a lizard got boobs huh there's not a good answer to that we're not talking about lizard boobs today. Two-Headed Game Master is a podcast about writing, designing, running, and playing role-playing games where we discuss our favorite hobby, share our thoughts with you, and play some games sometimes. Uh, what are we talking about today? Not lizard boobs. Well, if they come up... I guess if they come up as like a relevant part of the discussion, we won't shy away from it.
1: But uh, what we're supposed to be talking about uh, are... Running a town tips and tricks.
0: Yeah. You know it. You love it. Tips and Old tricks episode.
1: Back at ya.
0: Talking about running a town.
1: So, running a town. Here's our first tip. Don't do it. I mean that's a joke. We're actually gonna talk about if you have to, but like yeah. easy tip, just don't do it. Just don't do it. It's hard.
0: But if you're gonna, and you know, you might have to or you might want to, it's it's a pretty good element to include in a lot of different ways. We're gonna talk about some tips and tricks that we've learned over our tenure as game masters and players about what does and does not make for a good town in a role playing setting.
1: Yes. I mean first we're gonna talk about like stuff not to do. Uh, And then we're going to talk about like components of an RPG town, what's actually in them. Um, And then like, does your town have a purpose and what that could be? And a key tip that we'll talk more about later, of course, uh, is let the players drive when they're in town. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's very important.
0: Letting the players drive.
1: And then uh, another suggestion is run it like a combat. Um, You know, take turns, and we'll get more into that. Yeah. So. First, no-nos. The no-nos.
0: What not to do when you're running a town. And some of this is going to sound familiar because it's good advice in most aspects of, you know, game mastering. But uh, first, first bullet we have here is overdevelopment avoid overdevelopment redundant buildings every npc like coming up with a
1: name for them coming up with an inventory for what's in their pocket uh phew. well i so like yeah overdevelopment is a no-no but also if like that's you're just like on a thursday night and you're like i'm going to make up a fucking town for fun mm-hmm. that's fine yeah. i'm not saying don't do that but it just doesn't need like, a 200-town, 200 200-town, 200 fuck, 200-person town doesn't need 200 names and backstories and, like, what's this person got on them? Oh, they got, like, a blacksmithing hammer and a couple coins. And, like, what's this little kid got on him? Oh, he's got, like, an apple core for throwing at people. Yeah. Don't really need that. To run a successful town, you don't need that. If you want to do it, mm-hmm. feel free.
0: Definitely. Um, there's, a, there's a fairly famous d and adventure module from, I don't know what edition or how many years ago, but uh, Against the Cult of the Reptile God is um, fairly well known, but it's also fairly well known for a, you know, what's widely considered a design mistake now. Thieves interacted, especially in earlier editions of d and they interacted differently with the game world. And so, like, every NPC in the village in that adventure had a name and had, like, their possessions listed out because that was a thing. Was, like like, so thieves could, could pickpocket from everybody, so that needed to be built into the module. They thought that was important, I guess, when whoever wrote it. Maybe Gygax himself wrote it
1: yeah. before yeah. we,
0: you know... Before we came along and learned so many better ways to do stuff. That's just, like... That's a ton of information that doesn't really help you, and it certainly doesn't help your players. So, you know, we say don't overdevelop. But also, develop as much as you feel like developing. Just don't share anything unimportant with your players. And if you're not going to share it with your players, maybe think about whether you need to bother developing it.
1: Yeah, because, like, if you're just like, oh, yeah, it's a fully populated town with, like, everything in it what do you guys do your players might just sit there and be like um well I fucking I don't know uh, I don't know Pub,
0: yeah Well, there's so much stuff uh the paralysis that comes over players when you're like when you spend like five or ten minutes describing super in detail and setting the you know setting the stage before them and then you're like what do you do they don't fucking know because they don't know what was important Now they're just, they're faced with an overwhelming amount of information. You don't want to give them that because that leads to them not making decisions. That leads to them not moving the story forward. They don't, they don't take action.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously there's got to be stuff in the town. It can't just be uh, a bunch of like cardboard cutouts of buildings with nothing behind them. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, what Figure out what is important for that, and we can like revisit this when we hit like the purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there's lots of common components, and I guess we're just moving on to this. Uh, yeah, let's let's move into in this. Town. This is the important next right. step because every town like it needs a pub because yep. that's probably where your players are going to go first. They're they're they were out in the wilds adventuring, and they feel like a beer and a fire. Yeah, right, probably. Um, so is this an acronym we made up or is this like a thing? What? Sperm. Sperm? I didn't make it up. I heard it on
0: Dale Kingsmill's YouTube okay. channel. So it's
1: a legitimate thing. Yeah. We're not meaning
0: here. And I think, um, I think it comes from like academia at yeah. some point. It's like a history tool. If you want to, if you're learning about like, you know, a historical society or something, this is a good place to start.
1: Sperm. I oh, thought you were going uh, to go yeah. through the. No, oh, you, yeah. you go ahead. All right. SPUR stands for social, political, economic, religious, and military. Yeah. All right. So, those are all like aspects of society. Yeah. Right. Like, how do people interact socially? What's the political situation like? What's the economy doing? Is it based on like something weird like fertilizer or like is it just like gold? You mm. know, barter economies, whatever. Yeah. Right. But every role-playing setting has to have some sort of economy right because what do you do with? well everything in real play? life
0: has some sort yeah. of economy well, people produce stuff and mm-hmm. there's you know trade trade happens
1: um i guess that's not entirely true not every role-playing system has an economy yeah but it probably should because like what what's the point of going around dungeoning and looting if like you don't yeah any wealth get anything out of it
0: um, but yeah, so social basically describes the, you know, who are the sorts of persons who live here? And in like D&D, that might be what are the, uh, you know, what are the species demographics? Is it like, is this a mostly dwarf town or is this like, this is a like a halfling town, but there's some dwarves and occasionally some humans and a really low population of everything else or, you know this is like a this is a tiefling village and that's who's here like who are the people who live in a place that's social and you know if they're divided into any sort of um like like class groupings or you know whatever is like are the dwarves in this in this community are they kind of outsiders cuz they're just like transient laborers mm. whatever
1: and that's always kind of like a funny meme that gets kicked around every so often about how, like, player parties are always made up of, like, the weird shit. Yeah. And, like, they but, just walk into a normal town and, like, that oh... That is y-
0: probably in, like, the Forgotten Lands. Mm-hmm. It's probably mostly humans right. with some, like, dwarves or, just, like, or, or whatever.
1: a gnome town. They walk into yeah. a gnome town with a fucking giant and a dwarf and, and a, a devil. human and a, a thief, and it's just like, yeah, no, don't nobody... That's not nobody weird. Nobody
0: look at us. Five aliens just walked in and they're armed to the teeth and they want to just like drink and act like it's normal that might be weird
1: so so this this kind of gets into the purpose thing again but like tip if if it's like a big city make it metropolitan where there's a it doesn't look weird that your players are like six different races armed to the teeth like that's just normal yeah um and it's not really important because most of the time nobody cares, nobody notices. Um, but it can help with the little immersion, and then also you don't have to, as a game master, feel obligated to like call them out for it, right? And be like, "Oh, everybody at the pub is giving you the stink eye because you're a you're a Janassi." Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, the social. What's the social makeup of a town? Next is political. Is it, you know, is there a king? Is there a mayor? Are they elected? Or are they, um, you know, is it is it uh, dynastic? Is it bloodline? That's some just real basic stuff that you should have. Because people probably ask, like, you know, who's in charge?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they might want to talk to them if the mayor has jobs or whatever.
1: Uh, and, like, it's, political is kind of one that doesn't really... It could be nothing. Yeah. Like it doesn't it doesn't have to always come into play because they might the players could be there just to resupply and then move on. Yeah. So you don't have to like throw up like political turmoil like, oh, the the town is in the middle of their big election. Yeah. Right? I mean that's cool, that's cool adventure setting, right? Like if that's the purpose of your town where they're gonna do an adventure in the town. Sure, maybe it has political leanings the adventure does mm-hmm. um, but like you don't have to flush out every one of these sperms
0: yeah <laughs> But if you have just like a if you have a little like one word answer to all of these, then that's great because then yeah. you have a quick answer to you know fire off to your players. You're like, what, you know... You have a base to improv. What is both. the economy? Well, uh, they're by a lake, so it's a fishing town mostly, and um, your regular money still spends. They fish for their living, and they sell the surplus. That's mm-hmm. all. That's super easy.
1: Yeah. And probably, like, the next biggest one, so, like, social, economic, and military are probably, like, the big ones mm-hmm. to have, like, pretty solid answers for. Because, like, militaries, like, are there guards? Yeah. Is there a city watch? What's that, like, are they, like, super strict about carrying uh, open weapons? Mm -hmm. Uh, Are they, like, kind of just, like, thugs themselves where they, you know, shake down tourists or, you know, adventurers from the wild? Yeah. Um, And then, like, the religious one is always good to just throw in there, like, you know, are there priests? Maybe there's healers. Maybe they're, like, you know... um, Uh, herbalists or whatever, and, like, they revere nature or whatever. Yeah. But it can give you some clues on, like, it can give the player some clues about, like, where to go for services.
0: Yeah. You can definitely, you know, say, like, well, religion, maybe just in the setting you're playing religion, it isn't that big a deal, but you know if you go to, like, a temple, that's an easy place to get healing. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, there's a temple in town. It's just, like, the regular kind of, you know, classic yeah it's just a you know kind of multi-denominational whatever fantasy temple there's a handful of gods there's a temple to them but you can start to see how these things blend together because like if you look at military and be like okay there is a town watch but like who do they answer to Mm -hmm. then that goes into political political. do they directly report to like Mm -hmm. the baron the local Baron, or is there, like, a mayor who's in charge of goings-on in the town, but then there's also, like, a military head, and maybe those two don't always get along, and now you're starting to, you know, world build and Mm -hmm. put quest hooks around, because getting involved in that stuff could be interesting. But again, you don't have to, like, super develop any of these
1: and you don't have to develop them all yeah right you know pick and choose but
0: this is just a good list of stuff to go down if you're coming up with a town think about mm. each one of these things for like five seconds and you'll have a playable
1: town yeah, it'll make it more likely that you don't get caught off guard that sentence kind of sucks no, I think that makes sense. It makes yeah. it more likely you won't get caught off
0: guard. Yeah, because yeah. a player might ask you something. If a player asks, like, who pays the city watch? Because mm-hmm. they're working on a scheme to, like, rip somebody off and they want to make sure that they, like, don't cross the right, the wrong people, whatever. I mean, they could also be looking for jobs. Or a, a job. label yeah, on. yeah, I guess. You know, maybe they're not. <laughs> maybe they're just looking for work. But if they ask you a question like that, who does the city watch report to? If you've spent just like five seconds working on each one of these things you should have the rudiments of an answer mm-hmm. and just because you didn't super plan it out ahead of time you should be able to just like throw it together if you thought a little bit about each one of these
1: yeah and also it will make up coming or it will make coming up with uh like specific locations a little bit easier yeah right so like in inn that's a very social thing. So, like, if you think about what the social aspect is of the town, you can easily transmute that or tran, whatever. Connect that to like, what's the end like? The inn yeah. like, like, is it busy all the time? Is it only busy on like, uh, you know, this one specific weekna- weeknight, week night, like after religious services or whatever? Um, you know, is it a dry town? Because that would suck. Yeah, that would suck. But that'd be interesting. That would be interesting. But yeah, like that's a great example. You think
0: of like the Shire, you -hmm. know, a bunch of a bunch of halflings who all kind of do, you know, outdoorsy sort of work. They, They like there's a mill in town and they work in their personal like gardens and farms and they raise their own livestock. They do their own sort of agrarian work during the day. And then everyone goes to the Green Dragon after work. So that pub is probably really nice because there's a lot of local, you know, Mm. supplies, like good food and, you know, people who care about brewing beer and stuff. And everyone comes there at the end of the day Mm. to hang out. So those two things together, the like economy of the town and the social makeup of the town tell you a ton about what the pub is gonna be like.
1: Right. Or, these things tell you stuff market, about right? yeah,
0: they tell you more stuff about the town. It all you know cascades into yeah. just more information that you don't necessarily have to develop beforehand. You can just infer the right answer as you combine hmm. these different
1: elements. Right. And so like from the game mass perspective, what most players unless they have like a specific weird thing in yeah. like their backstory or whatever When they're in town, they're going to want a place to drink yeah, or sleep. Recreation. Recreation, right? They're wanting a place to buy and sell shit, Mm -hmm. which is like a market. Every town should have a market. Uh, I guess not every town should.
0: Not necessarily, but this is what players are going to want. Very common. And we're talking about what to develop as a game master for your players.
1: Mm -hmm. And somewhere to get healing Mm -hmm. or other services adjacent to healing. Yeah, recovery services. And quests, of course. Everybody's always asking, their stupid quest. Yeah.
0: So think about sperm. What's the social, political, economic, religious, and military makeup of the town that you're creating? And then think of the recreation, the inn. Think of the market where they can buy and sell stuff. Think about the healing and recovery that they need. And think about who gives more quests. If you do all those things, and that sounds like a lot, but it's not. It's, you know... It's seven things, or what is it? It's nine things. Math. In a, It's nine things in a little list.
1: Yeah, and you don't have to have paragraphs. You're not writing an essay on the social constructs mm-hmm. of this town.
0: You can just say, like, market in the town square. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all you have to say. Yeah. And then when your players are like, oh, I want to sell this, uh, like, I got this cool jeweled dagger, but I don't use jeweled daggers, so I want to sell it like okay the markets in the town square mm. and we're going to move on well we're going to get into the how to like deal with that when we get to the let the players drive section but yeah
1: so like yeah you can so if you think about your town and market that's a common area here's what this market's going to look like somebody wants to sell something they're like oh just go to the market but maybe they're like well I don't want to sell at the market is there like a antiquities dealer yeah, like a specialized person to help me with this. Right, Then, you know, if you didn't plan for that, because maybe, like, why would you? Uh, that seems like a weird question. Just sell your stupid dagger, idiot. Uh, you can fall back on, oh, well, this town isn't big enough to have, like, specialized knowledge. This is like a fishing town by the lake. Mm-hmm. There isn't, like, you know, a, a learned scholar here ready to appraise the knife and tell you that it has like the curse of Albanach or whatever. Yeah. Right? So that uh, is some common stuff to look at. Yeah. But what if they came to this town specifically for getting that dagger appraised and figuring out it's part of this curse that they're trying to stop right? Mm-hmm. So like that's a purpose in being in town other than just like a stopover right? Mm-hmm. That's, like, a whole, like, adventure setting is you got to go to this town to figure this thing out and then, like, oh, you got to go through the sewers of the town because there's actually, like, a cult in the town and you got to go bust them. And they kidnap the wizard who you need to identify your magic dagger or whatever. Or something like that, right? So, the purpose of a town can be many things. Mm -hmm. And it's going to inform... We're going to
0: talk about Don't even worry about it. We're going to talk about what some of the many things a town can be. But what the purpose is is going to inform how much work you need to do about it.
1: Yeah. If it's just like a stopover where your players have been out in the wilds. They're a little raggedy. They need to resupply on food or ammo or Mm -hmm. potions or what have you. It
0: basically just needs to be a long rest
1: for them. You know, that's it, a stop. All it needs is a place to sleep and a market, and then, like, maybe throw in a quest if they're feeling, you know, frisky with it. Yeah.
0: And you don't need to have any more developed than just, like, knowing
1: mm-hmm.
0: that that's what it is. And you're like, oh, yeah, you guys, like, you found an inn. You found a town. There's an inn. You guys are okay. Um, and if. If exploring it or doing stuff in it is not the point, we kind of highly recommend that. We'll get to we that at the we end. We kind but... of
1: recommend skipping that. Yeah. Right. If it's just a stopover, then why even why, waste yeah. the effort on developing it yeah. and, and forcing your players, and letting to them play do in it yeah. if it's not going to amount to anything. Um, right? But if it if it's not a stopover, it can also be a hub mm-hmm. where like they come back to this town, they out go out adventuring, do a dungeon. Come back to town. Yeah. Right? That's like a hub town.
0: Then you kind of need to develop more. Yeah. Then, Then you need to actually, think about some sperm stuff. You don't have to think start about there. You don't have to
1: start with it all figured out. No. Right? Because you can build as the adventure go, as the campaign goes along, right? Like, they go out and they do a quest in a dungeon. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, I have a cool idea for when they get back, their inn's going to be burned for this reason. Yeah right and then you know boom more adding more to the town as the campaign goes along that's uh that's a pretty good strategy i think for a hub is you don't need it all mapped out day one you just need the essentials and so basically you just you're building on what uh what you started with yeah that sounded smart
0: yeah you build what to start with. You don't have to have sperm all filled out on a little like worksheet, but you could have just like the bullet points of sperm waiting to be filled out. And when they ask about stuff, or when an event happens that like triggers something, you're like, okay, now I know. And then you fill out more about the town because that's when that's when they need it. You know, that's when. Yeah, yeah. you don't necessarily need to have it beforehand. And I guess that's what we're recommending. We talked about overdevelopment. We talked about. You know, developing as much as you want to, maybe don't develop until you need to. But if you have this framework in mind, then developing on the fly becomes
1: easier. Yeah, I would say one thing about developing it all day one is then there might be... There might come a moment where you have to retcon some stuff. That's true. If you're Which, too is rigid... the end of the world. No. But it's not... It tends not to be as juicy... Because, like, you know, if you if you develop as you need it, you, you're a whole different person, right? A week later, yeah, you two weeks later, you've you consumed some it. more media, you've been thinking about different things. You had a new idea. You had a new idea. And, like, add that shit on top of it, you don't have to go back and be like, okay, well, if I do this new idea, that means I have to change this and this and this and this.
0: Yeah. I think that's... That's, that's pretty fucking good advice, actually. (laughs) But, um, cause like, you know, imagine, imagine you start instead with like, I need to like have the main locations in the town mapped out and I need the answers to the sperm acronym written down. And so you get a little overdevelopment, you get a little development happy, right? And you've come up with a whole thing about like who runs the town and what's the political dynamics between like you know, the court wizard and, like, a loaf about son who's supposed to be the prince and, like, a, a dad who's the king who's maybe gonna die mm-hmm. soon, whatever. And you work all this out, and you're like, yeah, this is good. This is really prime for drama. And then you realize, like,
1: that doesn't actually work mm-hmm. with what's going on. Or you come up with just a or better idea. Or you watch, like, Arcane and you're like, actually, you know what's cool is, like, have, like, two cities. One's, yeah, like, to really change it dirty and, like, yeah. one's, like, all prim and prissy and that they think they're better than the
0: I just want to change it. The sewer. I park. had a better idea that we're actually about to engage with in gameplay. If you do too much beforehand and lock yourself into that, that rigidity makes it harder to, you know, change stuff. It makes it harder to make other decisions. Yeah.
1: I and mean, not impossible but harder for sure. Yeah. And then you know, so just avoiding RevCon and stuff. And then, like personally I hate doing more work than I have to. So like, you know, that's how I do. <laughs> even when it's fun work yeah you still don't you still don't want to do more than you have to do
0: um so you know a hub if yes. the purpose is to be a hub a place that the players return to a place where they can continue to sell their loot a place where they can get upgrades a place where they can like meet people whatever then it's going to need more development than if it's just like a stopover if it's just basically a long rest on the map
1: yeah then, of course, that's developing a hub is going to take less than if it's an actual adventure setting. Yeah. Right? Like, if the adventure takes place in the town, mm-hmm. you don't need to have the whole fucking 3,000 population town mapped out. But, like, you definitely need to hit more like yeah. locations than just like an inn. If you're going to be exploring the town, or if the players are going to be
0: exploring the town, interacting with people, going places in it, then, like, Now you need to actually start developing it. You might need a map. You probably shouldn't leave any of the sperm letters not filled in. Mm -hmm. You should probably know what those are. Because if they're going to be... If that's where the gameplay takes place, they're going to be asking those questions more often. And you want to be able to answer them accurately so that they can make informed decisions about what their characters would do
1: in this town that we're all trying to pretend is real. Right, you're gonna need to know where those sewer grates are located because they got to go in the sewers. Mm-hmm. Um, you're Who gonna, patrols the streets? Gonna, yeah, you need to know what the guard situation is. Uh, maybe there's several religions Mm-mm. and and that's what the doing, conflict yeah, is. Yeah, one of them is doing cult shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're gonna need to come up with probably bare minimum. Just like, what's this religion about? What's this religion about? So, like, if they gotta if the player's got to go investigate all of the main sects of the religion... Mm-hmm. To find out who's doing ritual murder mm-hmm. in the
0: sewers, well, you're going to need to have answers about what right. these religions look like when they go to the temples.
1: Yeah. So they can make an informed decision and be like, we think it's these guys. Kill them. Yeah. And then, oh, we
0: were wrong. Oh, tricked you. It was we got to run one. away from the guards. Setting those guys up. And then the guards. And who pays
1: them? How do, who do you bribe? So
0: that the guards let you keep doing mischief in the streets, important shit, but consider the purpose: the less time you're gonna spend there, the less development you have to do yeah. and that should be that should be intuitive information, but game masters get into it because they you know have an idea and you might be over developing mm-hmm. the wrong parts of your idea,
1: yeah. And if you don't have, if you just have some basic ideas about like an annual market, then you're less likely to blast your players with like their big question, like, what do you want to do? And then they'll be like, I don't. Uh, what is there? And then you have to tell them everything. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Avoid that. Which leads us right. into our next big so point.
1: Letting the players drive will help you with running sound because it stops. Which, so, like, it kind of sounds like we just contradicted ourselves because let the players drive. It's asking them what do they want to do. Right. Sounds like that, but that's not true. You ask specifically what they, like, want or need, Mm -hmm. and then if, like, it's not like part of the like adventure and conflict for them to like find it like oh well we need a healer and then like okay we'll navigate town to a healer don't do that yeah if it's just like as simple as like going to the temple and getting healed don't make them walk through town and like try to navigate and like try to ask a, a little like street urchin directions and then they end up giving them a fig and then it's a whole thing <laughs> the fuck Shut out the out fig. Um, yeah.
0: Or if you have a couple players who like they really they really enjoy the combat, right mm-hmm. They enjoy the dungeoning, they enjoy the adventure out in the field stuff. but then you get to town and you're like, well, what do we want to do? Well, my guy just kind of wants to drink. great. you guys find a pub real easy okay. and you guys are drinking and now you that's
1: don't have to engage That's with that. what we and, mean by let the players drive Yeah it is when they're in town, say, and I guess we're just combine these two because it's, yeah, I think they run so together. So run it like a combat where you're like, player one. Yeah. What do you want to do? You have one turn. What do you want to do in town? What's your turn? You're like I have I... this,
0: I have this jeweled dagger. Okay. I got it from the dungeon. Um, I have a couple other things I want to sell, so I want to go to the market and sell it. All right. Bamo, give me a couple rolls to like you, find you good find vendors. The market,
1: you know, give me your best like haggling roll yeah
0: give me i would ask for two real quick i would treat it and we say run it like combat we mean run it in like quick turns Mm -hmm. i would say you know like give me a uh give me a perception or maybe like an investigation to find the vendor who's going to give you the best person to sell this stuff to sure great now give me a haggling roll great this is how much money you get your turn's over next Next. what do you want to do i just want to drink great you find a pub it costs a little bit of gold to drink. This for the is how afternoon. much it
1: costs per beer. Mm-hmm. How many beers do you drink? All right, that's a lot. You're drunk. Go home. Yeah. Next.
0: Next player, run it like combat. Quickly move through. Reduce the amount of time where players are sitting doing
1: nothing. Mm-hmm.
0: Or sitting not playing.
1: Yeah. If it's if it's a stopover, um, you know that's a way to do it. That's we think is the best way because it cuts down on. Players just sitting there being like, okay, I do, my character and I as a person in real life do not give a shit that this other guy that I'm playing with is like trying to make friends with every little street urchin mm-hmm. in town. Like, that's great. It's hilarious the first two times. Now you're going on to three and four and like enough. Yeah. So then you got to
0: ask that player, what do you do in town? Like, oh, I go around. I try and make friends with the kids um maybe i ask for some information okay great give me like two rolls to see how that goes we're not going to i'm not going to voice npcs for every single interaction that you have in this town um because now maybe some people really like that maybe you as a game master yeah. really love to like voice a cast of characters and you know present a bunch of weirdos for your players to interact mm-hmm. with and maybe and they really love doing enjoy it if are
1: doing that then go for it throw away this episode in the trash, like find your nearest trash can and dump it in there. Spoiler jokes on you. That's your phone. Ha
0: ha ha. You threw your phone
1: away. We tricked you.
0: Um, but I think you need to be cautious of that. Like there is a reason why we wrote these two sections. Why we, why we say let your players drive and to run it like combat quick and dirty like that with, you know, what do you do? Give me a couple dice rolls. This is the degree of success. Is because even if one player really, really likes it, the rest of them might not. And mm-hmm. even if they think it's fun, it is less fun to sit there not playing while two other people play. Yeah. And you want to avoid that. You want to be quickly moving through player turns. You want them to be playing, not yeah.
1: you and just So acting. if you spend the whole session in town, that's fine if like that's what everybody's into. But, like, definitely don't spend three hours with one character, like, going back and forth because then the other characters aren't getting to play or the other players aren't getting to play their characters. So doing it quick like combat, even if you're going to spend all day there, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But do it quick like combat so everybody gets a chance to play, chime in, do their wacky, goofy role-playing shit that they want to do. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, you want to reduce aimlessness and dead ends. You want to let the players drive. Mm-hmm. You want to, like, you want to be like, what do you want to accomplish? Ask them goal-oriented questions and then quickly take turns mm-hmm. through what they're trying to do.
1: And so, like, this came up in our games recently. Is like, I didn't have a plan for this. Uh one of our characters needed a new arm, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go to the the, the new arm shop." That's not what they said. <laughs> we're gonna go to the new arm shop, right. and like, yeah, well, I didn't know that was gonna happen. I don't have anything ready, so the vendors like, "Yeah, sure. Here's a ballpark. Come back. Yeah, like, come, come back, back later, a week and I have something." for And it, that yeah. was spoiler alert:
0: is my character. I got my arm chopped off. Yeah. You did. Um, and that was pretty exciting. And I also thought maybe he was gonna die. We didn't know. But uh, he was stabilized and hobbled back to town and then we're like, well, does someone in this wasteland know how to like give me an automatic robot arm? Yes, but it took a while. Mm-hmm. And yeah, him, Dane not having that, like he didn't have the fucking cyberpunk ripper dock.
1: With an itemized, like... Fully...
0: inventory list of... Just say, like... Oh,
1: you want a new arm?
0: We're going to ask around the market. We're going to see, you know, does anyone do, like, medical services? Does anyone do, like, cybernetics around here? And then a good answer is, like, yes, but I'm not ready right now. Mm -hmm.
1: So, we didn't spend a lot of time on it. They did, like, some, like... And, like, some haggling roles took place. But, like, then we moved on to the next thing. It's like, okay... We solved that. We did that errand. Let's move on to the next one. Oh, let's go get drunk or yeah. whatever you guys did. So, if you don't, if it's going to take a long time to solve like that errand that the person wants to do, so like say the guy who has the jewel dagger wants it to get it appraised, mm-hmm. right? Okay, well you need to find this magic item identified. Yeah, you need to find somebody you can do that quick roll do you find anybody mm-hmm. if they roll to your satisfaction then yeah sure here it is and if you don't have it then maybe just be like you got a lead on it yeah so you're going to have to follow up and that's this up. that's
0: a great one you be like next next character you talk to a right? couple vendors and they're like uh i don't know they offer you like real low ball rates and if you push mm-hmm. them they're like listen i can't i can't give you a fair price for this you need to talk to like Courtney, the wizard and He'll give you, you know, he'll be able to tell you what right. it actually is.
1: But we already did your turn. You did your rolls. You're yeah. gonna have to find Courtney the riz- and Courtney's out of town this week. Next turn, so or whatever. Yeah, or, or just, yeah, maybe next turn. Know, give, give me, uh, give me like five minutes, and I'll put it on the back burner. So like, yeah, while I take care done, of a couple other yeah. players. You're okay, done. your
0: turn player. now. Hmm. You're looking for the wizard. You're looking for the town wizard. How do you start? Yeah, you know, and then yeah, running it like combat keeps players engaged, keeps players making decisions and making dice rolls because those are the fun things. Saying what your character does and then rolling to see how it goes,
1: Mm.
0: that's the game. That's how you get that dopamine. So, you know. Usually. Yeah. You want to be moving through those turns quickly and asking for dice rolls. Not having everyone sit while you just, you know, back and forth with one character.
1: About one arrow. Yeah. I would like your finest arrows, please. That would be $2,000. I would like your 8 dollars arrow, please. <laughs> uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine joke. Mm-hmm. Only it wasn't an arrow. It yeah, was it was wine. an arrow. It was wine. And also,
0: that's from like eight years ago. Yeah. But it's still good. I liked it.
1: Um, yeah. Right, so, so that's our last... That's our like last like tip of actually running the town. So... Let's consider some reasons why you wouldn't. Yeah. We said at the beginning, here's a tip, don't do it. Mm.
0: I think funny, but also like maybe actually don't. Mm. Like it doesn't necessarily, especially if you have a group of players who you know will like devolve into distraction. New players are especially bad at this. When you give them, you know, the free free reign of a town. They don't know what the fuck to do and stuff does not move forward. Or if you have goofuses who aren't going to interact with it, or if you have just, you know, a party who's more interested in pursuing mm-hmm. dungeoning or whatever the adventure is. So you go through a town and it really just is a long rest with a little bit of like housekeeping.
1: Mm-hmm. Then just do the housekeeping. Don't. And don't uh, game. Play. Don't waste time. Uh, yeah. Role playing. Yeah. Don't waste time
0: actually playing it. So, what we recommend is in that situation, end the session there, and then as a little bit of, like, post-session housekeeping, ask everybody what they Mm -hmm. want to do. Great. It either happens or it doesn't. Maybe you text a couple people for a dice roll in between that session and the next one. But then, when you start, when you gather again to play just real quick spend five minutes narrating how it went Mm -hmm. be like this is how it went in the town you you and you accomplished this it cost you this much money but now you have this great and now we're at the door to the next dungeon if that's what they want give it to them
1: essentially you know it's been on the board since we started this dumb podcast is communicate with your players and like know what makes it fun for everybody if it's funner just to, like, get right back into, like, the crazy forest, then just narrate that shit. Mm. Like, don't waste time on it. Your players will, this specific group of players, they're, like, that much better. If, like, that's what they're into, if... Shit. I got got confused there. Uh If that's what your players are into, then, yeah, just skip it. No need to do a town. But if your players are really into town stuff... Mm-hmm. And like you know, role playing and like seeing, seeing how like creepy and horny they can be because that's usually where it goes. Yeah, it it often does. Then, then don't skip it.
0: Players do weird shit. Players steal stuff. Players murder. Players try and seduce. They get crushed. and yeah, They crush on yeah. Everything. They oh, they crush on NPCs. God help you if you introduce even like the f- vaguely friendly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they gonna they're crush. probably going to get hit on. Then they're going to crush your players. Your players be horny. Um, <laughs> But yeah, maybe don't run it. Maybe don't bother. Just pass it over. It's all, you know, it's just a stopover in the adventure anyway. Do a real quick, what do you guys, mm-hmm. what does each of you, you know, accomplish? Maybe have them like give it to you on a sticky note or you just, yeah. you know, real quick go around the circle At the end of the session, don't Mm. do it and just narrate the results of it before you start the next adventure.
1: And also you could do this like if one specific player has like a thing they want, like they really want to get into like the the stock market, the investing of the world. Uh, Okay, that's going to take a little work and that's going to take a lot of one-on-one. So like, let's not do that in this session because... You know, Mm -hmm. there's four other people here. Because then
0: then that other player is monopolizing every other player's time. As the game master,
1: just be like, we can take care of this uh, in the off time. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to forget about it. We're going to get to it. We're going to do it. But, like, do we... Do you want... Because you've got a player who wants to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, fucking... You better not
0: shut them down. You better engage with that. You better reward it. Because that's awesome. That's the, like... That's the level of engagement and collaboration that, you know...
1: But it can be very disarming Irish. if you're not expecting it. Just be like, oh, I got to create a whole fucking stock market now? Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah.
0: You know, right? So, so say, like, we're not going to deal with that right now. Yeah. We're going to deal with it later. Off time. But do engage with that if your players bring you something like that.
1: You hear that, our listeners? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Talking about you. Not you. Not, I mean not you. You know, it's... Don't worry about it. <laughs> ha
1: ha 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 ha
0: But yeah. So I reckon that about do it. Well, That's... Yeah,
1: so like some no-no's. Don't do more work than you feel like you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you like really hate making a town, it's going to be, if you do it, it's going to suck for you and then it can lead to your players not having fun because there's too much in the town. Mm-hmm. Right. Or you'd be giving them the wrong information Mm because you spent time developing the stuff
0: they're not engaging in. Yes.
1: We talked about the components of a town. So if you do have to develop a town, Mm -hmm. right, remember sperm. Think about sperm. It's your friend.
0: Social, political, economic, religious, military. And in addition to that, think of the
1: locations that players need. Like, what are the services? Right. They need a place to stay. They need a place to drink. They need a place to sell and buy things. Mm -hmm. You know, healing and recovery and of course quests. Like where do they get their quests? Is yeah. it a bounty board? Who is yeah, who steward? has jobs,
0: who's what's going on? Um right. consider the purpose in your campaign. Which will
1: help you figure out how much work you gotta do.
0: Is it a stopover? Is it a hub with a bunch of adventures going on outside the town? Or is it the setting the of the adventure, adventure itself? Yeah. Different levels of development needed for different, mm-hmm. you know, roles of a town in a story.
1: Right?, um, so let your players drive when they're in town. Ask them specifically, you have an afternoon. What do you do? What do you accomplish? Do you want to go drink? And like, do you okay,, ah, I fuck this, I fucked that one up. So you let them drive. You ask them specifically what they want to do, and then they will tell you, I want to go drink. Mm-hmm. I want to go sell something. I want to go learn something. Boom, do their turn? Make them roll to make see them roll how good like it goes. Make it a quick turn, because then you can move on to the next person and keep everybody engaged and having fun. Yeah. And then maybe don't run it if if your players aren't into it. If it's just a stopover, if it's too complicated to like solve in that session, just make it like some narration don't or run. like do it yeah. on your off time with the one on one and be like, oh, you want to get in the stock market? Okay, well let's figure this out. Yeah. There's your tips. There's That's your it. tricks.
0: Running a town. We talked about a lot of stuff, but I think all of it was good. All of it was helpful. All of it, um, you know, might not be the right answer exactly to everything. Oh, it's definitely
1: not the right answer.
0: But, uh, but
1: it is a answer. It
0: is an answer, and it is also stuff that we've all, well, all, me and Dane have, in our experience, done to various degrees. This is how we've tried to run stuff, this is mistakes that we've made. Um, And hopefully you can learn from it and enrich your game with the same stuff. That's That's the whole point, right? That's
1: always the goal. Make your games better, even though ours suck ass. Just kidding. (laughs) No, we're so good.
0: Uh, Thank you for joining us for this episode of Two-Headed Game Master. If you like this, if you want more of us, or if you want more of our stuff, head on over to 2HGM.com. You can contact us. You can follow us on Twitter. You can join our Patreon. We also have a bunch of products.
1: Like the Eclipse Engine, which we haven't talked about in a long time. No. Except for in this outro. But it is still there, and it still exists, mm-hmm. and it still is for free
0: along with another a number of other free things. We have a little we have another sort of easy D&D light thing. We have RPG light. We have a little dungeon creator worksheet. We've got some fun junk on there. Um yeah. Mm-hmm. Join us next time for another episode of Two Headed Game Master. Thank you to the Burning Saviors for use of Song Pondil's finest as the intro and outro to our show. And we'll see you next time.
1: See you next time.